and welcome to Jag Bags, a discussion of all things pop culture. I'm Mike Byer. And I'm Len Foote. And welcome to the program. You are listening live from the home studios in Woodridge, Illinois, where the question on everyone's mind tonight is, who took the money? Who took the money? Who took the money away? As we talk about the quirky, uh, but um, in the news again, band Talking Heads. Um, and uh, the reason that that they are uh, in the news is that the remastered uh, version of their concert film, their seminal concert film, Stop Making Sense has recently been remastered for its 40th anniversary. Man, do I feel old. Stop Making Sense is 40 years old. Um, It's completely remastered and it is available now. You can, you know, buy the album, you can stream the remastered album and it's also showing on IMAX. Uh, It's all over Chicago. uh, So we're going to go uh, check it out. Stop Making Sense was one of my, you know, that's an amazing film directed by Jonathan Demme. And um, uh, the movie's amazing. The album's amazing. And Talking Heads, um, <clears throat> to me, they are like Thin Lizzy and the Beatles in that they have no bad albums. And uh, we're going to talk about their music. It's the, they're, They are the subject of Len's newest Facebook bracket. So by the time you hear it, this is more of a mini bracket uh, when compared to some of his 96 entry magnum opuses. This is more of a mini bracket, only 32 songs. But uh, but Talking Heads fan base, especially among our friends, is what I would describe as solidly niche. Might not get the uh, responses that we have that you have gotten for uh, the past two brackets, which were fast food items and top or soft drinks. Uh, My question: Do you think we get double digits? <laughs> It's gonna be one where it's you and Kim voting, and that's it. You know, I think we you you always get some people popping out of um, the woods to vote on these. You never know what you know. People that don't vote mostly, they'll uh, they'll pop out and vote. I would expect yeah. like Eric Roach's wife, Angie Martinez. I she'll vote. Yeah, that's my guess. Uh, you think Susan Donatello would vote? Probably, but even when she likes something, she she's kind of an in and out voter, anyways. No matter what. True. This is true. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll see. Uh. Some of the hip, you know, actor type. I, I feel like if you're an artist of some any kind, Bullion will vote. I'm sure he loves talks. Um, Who? Bull, Billy Bullion. Oh, yeah. I'd be shocked if he doesn't like talking heads. Biesenbach, Biesen, this is a Rob Biesenbach type of band. He'll vote. Yeah, he might vote. I th- I predict he will. David mm-hmm. Babbitt, of course, will vote. Huge talking heads fan. Uh, and, uh, you know, guys like, I, I, I could see guys like Tucker, um, Colin Mill. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, it is the right age group for it, I guess. It is. If you're our age, you heard... At least some Talking Heads songs growing up. Right. Uh, Didn't have a. They had a couple inescapable ones. Yes. Yes. What was your first memory of, of Talking Heads? The two things I thought of. One is actually the theater that it's probably playing at in Chicago is Music Box. Yeah. I was at the Music Box for probably. I used to go there for when they'd have those late night min. Like they'd show, for example, they'd show two John Sales movies. So I'd go there, but they'd always show previews of other stuff that might be coming to the Music Box. And I remember seen the preview for Stop Making Sense and I was like, what the hell is this? With the big suit and everything, right. I'm like, what is going on here? Right. And then the other thing is burning down the house because that song was so huge. That was a big hit in the video, and that was one where they um, used the video era to their advantage and got even bigger. Um, that was my first memory of Talking Heads was um, that, and then was was burning down the house, and then I had a group of friends who like played. Uh, I I was doing a high school. 
play. And uh, there was a group of people that just like played Stop Making Sense, the album, just constantly, yeah. all the time. And uh, and I was glad they were doing it because I was like, this music's weird. But the more I listened to it, I was like, no, this is great. And then they was like, you should see the movie. And, uh, and the movie was unbelievable. <clears throat> uh, it has been referred to as one of the greatest concert films ever made, if not the greatest. Um, and- well, that's the luck of us doing that because this was scheduled a long time ago. We had this for this date and they had no idea all this stop making sense stuff was coming out. Yeah. And it's, yeah, they're going to be, they just did some big thing in LA where they all got together for a, for their remaster. I guess that's what it is. But I thought it came out in 84. Yeah, I did too, but they're calling it the 40th anniversary. So maybe it got recorded in 83. So that's why they're saying it, but I'm pretty sure it got released in 84. No, Um, they just did a whole Q and a thing in Toronto at, uh, as part of their film festival. And they did a Q and a with Spike Lee. Oh. Um, well, he did uh, American Utopia. Yeah. So they were. That was one I forgot about when I was listening to all the talking heads. I should have listened to American Utopia or watched it or both. Yeah. It's a great album. Yeah. Great album. Um, I'm, I regret not seeing it when David Byrne rolled through here. Um, have you ever seen David Byrne live? Nope. Me neither. Me neither. Um, and we're running out of time. They're getting up there. Although they kept asking the four talking heads when they were doing interviews, like, are they, are you getting back together again? And their answers were, you know, very couched and clever and non-committal. But who knows? Maybe they'll reunite. They never toured again after Stop Making Sense, which I did not know. Yeah, they had three, at least three albums after that. Mm-hmm. But I guess they didn't tour. But I don't. <laughs> so today, I forgot I had this book. I haven't read it yet. And it's called Remain in Love. It's by Chris France. Yes. So I read a little of it before the podcast. And the part I just finished is him basically saying he doesn't like David Byrne. And that <laughs> he he doesn't know how to reciprocate friendship. And I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. So I don't think they're the best of friends by any means. I think I some of the interviews that I saw, they basically admitted is they're like, we're friendly, but yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not having David Byrne over to my house anytime soon. But I mean, just watching Stop Making Sense. He's the star, David Byrne. He is. He's the one who introduces everybody at the end. Yes. And doesn't introduce himself. Right. I'm glad I just watched it. So it's fresh in my memory. He introduces everybody, but he doesn't say I'm David Byrne. So right. it's more like, I assume you know who I am. I'm the guy in the big suit who's uh, basically on the album cover and no one else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, oh, I know what I was going to say too. And the insane dance moves. So also because this remaster of the documentary came out and it's in theaters all over the place. The Sun, I know it's not the Sun Times, the Tribune had an article about it saying that it's the greatest documentary. And the other two that they mentioned were Last Waltz and Woodstock, mm-hmm. which I, I think Last Waltz and Woodstock are both great. Mm-hmm. I have real strong memories of the first time I saw Woodstock, I saw at Music Box. Right. And I think we talked about it before. I'm like, this is the best. This is amazing. So good. And Last Waltz, I might have watched on video. Right. But same, same reaction. I'm like, I love this so much. Right. Yeah. I, I think what makes all three of those stop making sense in those other two is just the just the, the, the performances are so amazing and they just really come across. You just feel the energy and the versions of the songs are better. I prefer a lot of the those versions to what's on like the actual recorded studio album. Yeah, like when I watched it yesterday, I've heard Burning Down a House a Billion Times. Yeah. But when they played it live, I was like, yes, yes. I agree. 
because it's just a whole concert. And when you're talking about comparing it to Last Waltz and Woodstock, Last Waltz and Woodstock, there's different performers all. So that makes sense, just talking heads the way through. Right. And another interesting thing I read in the Tribune article was <laughs> they tried to have more shots of the audience, like they would light up the audience. And the one night they did it, David Byrne said it was the worst talking head performance of all time. So wow. they, they nixed that idea. I mean, yeah. they showed the audience at the very end. That's about it. During uh, Take Me to the River. There's just something about it. I guess it just made the... like. One, the audience didn't want to react because all of a sudden the lights are on them. Right. Two, it made talking heads, I guess, more conscious of the fact that all these cameras are on them. Sure. Something about it that just, just didn't work. So they changed to what it ended up being, which is great. Yeah. And it's like, it's a few, it's some rehearsals, right? And then um, that's what they filmed. It was like, or maybe it was one rehearsal and three concerts. I, I don't think there's any rehearsals. Oh, that's what I thought. I mean, it's edited though. I don't think there's any rehearsals. Yeah. It's basically, it's just a concert, but it's might. I don't think it, it might not be the same concert, right? But it's edited pretty well. Where you, you only see a couple times where you could tell it was edited, which is a tribute to Jonathan Demi. Yeah, how he did it. Yeah, because the first song, Psycho Killer, it's David Byrne. Right. The second song, I'm glad I brought the DVD up. The second song, Evan, then uh, Tina Waymouth. I think they said her name differently though. Yeah. The way you say her name, it's not Waymouth. It's something. Oh, that was Waymouth. Waymouth, maybe, maybe. But I feel like it was something even different than that. Anyways. And then eventually, I think the drummer comes out for the third song. Yeah. And then what's the other guy's name? Jerry Harrison. Is that his name? Yeah. Then he comes out in the fourth song. Right. For a found a job. Yeah. So it's kind of cool how they do that. It's like a kind of build up and the roadies are slowly bringing stuff out. And it's like they're developing, they're putting the set out as each song happens, which is cool. It's like a kind of cool thing. And then uh, unless that's the rehearsal part, but I thought that was how they were just doing it for this documentary. Right. I don't know. You can watch it again and you can let me know. We're going to go and we're going to go. We want to see it in IMAX because apparently like the band was like saying, oh, there's all these things that I don't remember from the first film. And like you could see the sweat, the beads of sweat on like, you know, our bases and the the, the definition, the remastering is apparently unbelievable. And uh, and it's doing very well so far. And yeah. apparently the majority of the audience are, you know, people under the age of 35 who have never seen uh, Talking Heads. I went to uh, a work function and there was a uh, um, someone there who was uh, early 20s and she was wearing a David Byrne. She was wearing an oversized suit. That was her outfit with like heels and she showed up and it's all daring. And I went up to her, I said, you look like David Byrne. And she was like, are you insulting me? Or are you complimenting me? And I was like, no, I'm complimenting you. It's like, you, you, do you not know who David Byrne is? She was like, I go, yeah, of course, you know, talking heads. And she was like, and I was like, <laughs> I am old. <laughs> but, well, I'm trying to think, has there been any, besides David Byrne doing American Utopia, has there been anything where the talking heads have been around? Like, have they been in a movie? Like, not not them, but one of their songs? And I can't think of anything like that. No, I can't either. I, he toured with St. Vincent, and yeah. obviously a big fan. And so I think they did a few talking head songs. He did a whole album with St. Vincent, which is very good. Um, in fact, most yeah, I like, of I like St. Vincent. In fact, most of David Byrne's solo albums are really good. Um, we were going over that too, and I was like, "Man, he hit." Uh oh, uh, that's a great, great album. <clears throat> um, so, uh, all right, should we go? I have my uh, guesses for the top four seeds. All right, let's do it. I'll do that. Mm -hmm. um, all right, I'm going with burning down the house. Yes, I'm going to go with uh, making flippy floppy. No. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go That's with... like a ode to my old cell phone. I love it. <laughs> All right. I'm going with life during wartime. 
That's a two. Okay. All right. Uh, what about girlfriend is better? It's a two. <laughs> this happens a lot. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Also a two. I got all the two. Uh, okay. What about slippery people? No, I don't think slippery people is that well known. I did give it a three, but oh, uh, I feel okay. like the, uh, all the one seeds are songs casual music listeners probably know. Okay, what about And She Was? Yeah, that's you got two now. Uh, what about Psycho Killer? Yes. I think that's like their signature song, Psycho Killer. And then what about I was getting I was too um I was getting too clever for my own good. All right. So I said once in a lifetime. How about this must be the place? No, that's a five. Uh what about Road to Nowhere? Three. Oh, uh from the movie uh uh Wild Wild Life. That's a three. I could actually have had that higher. That's I think well, I'll ask you in a minute about that, but I gave it a three. I it could have been a little higher actually. Um I love that song. I'll give you one more guess and then I'll give you a hint. No, I'm stumped. Oh, take me to the river. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, yeah. Love that song. All right. So real quick before we talk about the bracket a little bit. Talking has had three top forty hits. What were they? Uh I'll go with Burning Down the House. Yeah, that was number nine. Uh, I'll do Wild Wild Life. Yeah. And then third one, I'll do, uh, okay, what about And She Was? I would have thought And She Was was a top 40 hit because I feel like that song I heard nonstop. That was everywhere. But it it didn't chart like top 40. Uh, Take Me to the River is the other one. Mm -hmm. That's why I gave Take Me to the River one seed because one, it was their first charted top 40 hit. And two, it's the last song or second to last song and stop making sense. Usually the last two songs, uh, a band plays those those are the ones that get the crowd going yeah um are those four number one seeds are those your favorites or no uh well we'll do our playlist in a little bit okay we've talked about burning on the house take me to river i like Mm -hmm. but a cover song you can take points off a little bit for a cover song yeah i mean i like psycho killer but psycho i mean i've heard that a good amount and she was heard a billion times a billion so out of those four probably psycho killer would be my favorite of those four i would agree that uh, psycho killer is my favorite I don't mind Wild Wild Life. Um, that's I, that one seed. I was just talking about just one seed. A Wild Wild Life, it, it, that wasn't a one seed. No, um, three seed. But three. it could have been a one seed. It was very well known. Yeah. Um, but I think the uh, I think generally most people agree that it's not one of their best. It's, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. They're, they're not saying it's bad. Yeah. I don't I don't think Talking Heads has made a bad album. Um, but like comparatively, I think True Stories was one of their weaker efforts. I um, love True Stories. Yeah. And uh <laughs> I think compared to their others, it's not as good. Like on its own, and I, I don't want to say like I it's not that I dislike true stories. I do like it. Well I, that's what you compared to the others. You had like I had we had little creatures on vinyl mm-hmm. and I had I think I got true stories like C D, like a bargain C D. Yeah, I got it on cassette. So those were the two I listened to the most. So yep. those are the ones that I those are my two favorites. True stories is the first talking heads album I got because David Byrne was on the cover of Time magazine because that movie was coming out at the same time mm-hmm. they, were, they put out the album and then the movie true stories i who was in i don't even know that kind of passed <laughs> i really did passed by pretty quickly yes it did yeah. um yeah i kind of went nowhere it was kind of like um viewed as a failure which isn't fair um but uh uh i'm looking it up right now well they're, they're john goodman the album of oh, john goodman yeah Smoothie kurtz yes spalding gray ultimate 80s yeah I, I don't know if i know anybody who saw that movie which is odd uh one thing 
about uh, that album, the song Radiohead. Um, if you're wondering how the band Radiohead got their name, they named themselves after that song. What happened? Uh, the song Radiohead on uh, on uh, True Stories. Uh, the band Radiohead named themselves after that song. That's where they got the name. That's where they got uh, the idea for their band name from True Stories. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, definitely. Uh, but the uh, original cast recording of that same album was uh, went nowhere and got awful reviews. <laughs> but hey, what are you going to do? Uh, it was a rare misfire. You know, um, I never saw the I never saw the movie. Yeah. Uh, well, let well, me ask you this: What do you what do you think will win when the three people vote? What do you think will win? <laughs> uh, I am going to. I think I'm just looking at. I could see Psycho Killer winning. I don't think that Burning Down the House will win. I think those it would, are two I was thinking of because Psycho Killer. If you're a big talking heads fan, you still might vote for that. Mm-hmm. Burning Down the House. If you're a big music fan like me and you are, you're probably not going to vote for it because you've heard it eight gazillion times. I could see. Um... I could see once in a lifetime winning. Yeah, that's that's a good vote for a big Talking Heads fan. Would be a song like that, where it's well known, it's fairly well known, mm-hmm. but not to the point where everybody knows it. It seems to be more popular today than it was when it came out. Mm-hmm. Once in a lifetime. Yeah. And I think one of the main things that I like about Talking Heads about their music is that it seems the lyrics. I do love David Byrne's lyrics, and I feel like they are more relevant today. They're even more relevant today than they were when they song when those songs first came out um i I think they're timeless in a way and they're like they're futuristic but they're also kind of like i don't know his lyrics are very like when i um i remember when trump got elected and that that you were at the celebration party that feeling that we all felt when we were just walking around like oh man i can remember that morning i like you know was watching the news and then i had to go to walgreens and i'm like and i get into walgreens and once in a lifetime is playing and it's it's not just playing it's like cranked for whatever reason and i was walking around like it just contributed to my mood it just felt like oh my god we're in this alternative universe now and you know you just hear this like how did i get well how did i get here this is not my beautiful house and uh my god what have i done it really like struck me Um, and uh and i think there are a lot of songs that are are like that i feel and and you can't deny their influence too Mm -hmm. like so many uh bands have just said oh yeah talking heads they were one of my favorites um their influence um so yeah i could I could see once in a lifetime winning. I could also see Psycho what Killer. Would, oh, God. Psycho yeah. Killer winning. And and I could see something like And She Was or, or Road to Nowhere winning, too. I love the Road to Nowhere. What's a, well, I only have 32 in here. So I don't, I mean, I don't even know if I'll have some deeper ones. Is there a deeper cut that you'd be rooting for if it's in the bracket? Uh, I'll tell you, I'll go over my favorite songs. My favorite my favorite songs is Cross Eyed and Painless. Yeah, that, that's, that's a three seed that's in there. That's a monster jam. That's the last song. And stop making sense. If that won, I'd be very happy. I, I can't see that winning. No, me neither. Uh, I'm rooting for that. Uh, mm-hmm. What about slippery people? I'm totally rooting for slippery people. Also a three seed. Yeah, I'm rooting. For I don't that. think that's well enough known either. No, I don't think so either. Is the song uh, "Cities" in there? I think that's all. I, I did I put it in there? Yeah, I did because I really like that song. <laughs> I love "Cities." Yeah, I'm totally rooting. It won't win, but I'm totally rooting for that. That's a good one. It's a six seed. Yeah, I won't put it against. 
cross-eyed and painless then <laughs> or slippery people uh there's uh maybe i'll put it up against wild wild life so it can the upset i love uh their album more songs about buildings and food mm-hmm. there's like four songs on there that i just uh the girls want to be with the girls love that song that's not in the bracket uh found a job that's in there i love that song um artists only mm-hmm. uh and then i'm not in love i'm not in love it's a monster jam yeah it's not in there either and then yeah i didn't i didn't think so it's only 32 songs i no one knows those all of those of those uh songs that i just mentioned no one knows them uh except like the serious talking heads fans found a job though that was in stop making sense so there's a shot that people will know that one yeah they might know that one yeah they are if they are fans of the movie and the soundtrack yeah and we'll just throw it out there see what happens yep uh are there any songs you're rooting for that we haven't mentioned well i like little creatures and true stories so stay up late road to nowhere um some of the songs you mentioned girlfriend is better that's a great song it's a great song i could see that winning i don't think i'd be shocked at that one even though i gave it a good seat i gave it a two girlfriend is better yeah and you know it depends on if the, you get the casual people girlfriend is better would not win yeah it if depends. we get like 12 people voting and they're all big talking heads fans maybe stands a chance it, it depends who's voting uh it really does heaven is a good song we haven't mentioned that one yet love that song I like I like puzzling evidence a lot. That's not a true story. Ever day. That's that's an eight seed though, so it'll probably lose in the first round. We haven't mentioned love for sale. I love I really like love. For oh sale. yeah, hey, that's in a bracket. Love for sale. We got the love for sale. Our David Byrne impersonations are on point <laughs> and correct. They are correct. Yeah. Well, you are also- Talking Heads tribute band. Can't see it now, but Len and I are both wearing oversized suits. <laughs> pra- practicing our spastic dance songs. Yes. Uh, dance I have, moves. I have my David Byrne haircut all set up. I look exactly like David Byrne. Um, in fact, this might be my Halloween costume. <laughs> the big suit does. I do like the big suit, though. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Uh, it kind of like it's simple. It's a simple touch. Um, and he looks ridiculous, but yet he looks kind of cool. I don't think this is something I came up with, but I think someone described him as like your high school physics teacher being in a rock band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got like a like uncharacteristic voice. So you think, oh, this isn't working. But as you like, l- the more you listen, you're like, actually, this is working. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not. That's a good way to describe it. It's not something that should work, but it does somehow. Right, right. And these are all these people who met at the Rhode Island School of Design. Right. And just reading what it, that little bit I read today, a Chris France book, he was, it's almost like he just kind of fell into being in a band. Yeah. Because he asked Tina to play bass and she said no initially. Incredible. And he was, I mean, he was, he liked playing the drums, but he was, he was going to school for art. Yeah. And he just happened to end up with David Byrne. Right. And they, uh, they and, and plus, you know, you get caught up in that scene, that New York punk scene. And it's very exciting. And you're meeting all these people. You know, they were right. Yeah, it's just, it's just the proximity thing is always amazing that some of these bands just happen to meet each other. They were all like the Ramones, and um, he was talking about all the Patty Smith and Television and Blondie. They were all there, mm-hmm. all part of the scene. Incredible. Should we do our five favorite albums? Yes. I'll go first because I kind of mentioned mine already. Okay. My number one's Little Creatures, second's True Stories, third, I included Stop Making sense even though it's a live album mm-hmm. uh fourth i put speaking in tongues and fifth fear of music uh those are all great i did um my my favorite is stop making sense so that'd be number one mm-hmm. number two would be fear of music uh number three would be 
remain in light. I mean, really like 3A, but it has to be four is more songs about buildings and food. I, I, that one, of album, the best, one of the best album titles ever. Ever. Love that title. And then uh, Little Creatures would be my fifth. But this is tough because I just, you know, because then I feel bad that I'm um, excluding Naked, True Stories, Speaking in Tongues, and their, their first album. Because all those are great. Those are those four that didn't make it. They're they're all terrific records. Yeah. And you know, it's funny about more songs about buildings and food when it's, I was listening to. That's such a classic David Byrne. <laughs> But it reminds me that song, Don't Worry About the Government. I wrote down the, one of the lines in it because it's just funny. My building has every convenience. It's going to make life easy for me. It's going to be easy to get things done. I will relax alone with my loved ones. <laughs> It's so great. And it's so like, I, I feel like you're not sure. You're like, is he make fun of this? Is he just relaying a fact? Because his, his delivery doesn't indicate what he really thinks. So it's up to you. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's he's making fun of these kind of things. Absolutely. But it's not like you don't know for sure. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there and go, clearly, I understand everything that <laughs> Byrne was aiming for in all these lyrics. But you don't know for sure. But I love that. I love that lyric. <laughs> The glass. I want to listen to that. Oh, I, uh, I, my, some of my favorite lyrics, um, you know, from we were talking about naked, and there's a song on there called uh, "Nothing But Flowers." Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's my favorite song on there. Uh, once there were parking lots, now it's a peaceful oasis. This was a pizza hut. Now it's all covered with daisies. <laughs> Like it's it's like it's the, the I think the lyrics really set them apart. Um, mm -hmm. You've got music that's pretty like herky jerky, but there's a whole lot of like poly rhythm, you know, African kind of stuff going on, and you know, an R and B too. And then you've got these wild yeah. lyrics on top of it. Right, it's a great. And what I was what I was thinking of last night when I was when I was watching Stop Making Sense is this is not a band you think of as a '70s band or an '80s band. They don't feel like they're from any specific era, which is amazing. Yeah, you, you put that on it and you're not thinking oh this is dated 80s stuff you're like this is still vital very much yeah i agree there's nothing about it that unlike you know some band, bands like we've talked about like jefferson uh starship and airplane like their music belongs squarely in an era mm -hmm. but talking heads is the exact opposite of that because yeah. it really yeah there's nothing about there like you just said you said it there's nothing about their music that sounds very 70s or 80s even though and that's pretty wild too because their music is so new wave in a way but um but you would think like if you were watching a movie set in the 80s that they're going to throw in a talking head song right to capture the 80s they're not going to pick them no even though i think burning down the house does appear in revenge of the nerds <laughs> Well, that was a monster. So I guess <laughs> there you go. I wonder how they got the rights to that. That was the atypical one for them, I think. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the Brian Eno. I tend to go for the Brian Eno albums, even though I don't know that there's much of a production difference between the Eno records and their other ones. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, there's you really. I think their vision is too strong. Mm -hmm. That um, it was funny. They went after Eno left. They went to Tony Visconti uh, and said, "Hey, you want to produce?" our next album and he goes you don't need me um you guys you guys should uh, just produce this yourselves and uh david byrne he said uh, well he just cost himself a whole lot of money that was his uh, reaction to that <laughs> classic david byrne <laughs> 
Uh, you want to do our playlist? Yeah. Let's pull it up. Mine's weird. Um, right, I'll start with mine. Okay. My first one is a song we just talked about. Don't worry about the government. I love that song. Then Slippery People. Awesome jam. And Slippery People's influenced by watching this last night. Um, the, to me, that's my favorite song on, on Stop Making Sense. Oh, really? It is. I, I put the studio version on, but I don't think that would have been on it if I hadn't watched the documentary yesterday. Yeah. Stay Up Late. Cities. Jam. Evan. Damn. Girlfriend is better. Road to nowhere. Give me back my name. Puzzling evidence. Damn. Radiohead. What a day that was. But the stop making sense version. Because I really like that. Stop making sense. Yep. And Fire in the Twilight by Wang Chung. That is not a talking head song. <laughs> Does not belong here. Uh, <laughs> but talking heads would be proud to cover that. <laughs> <laughs> I could see David Burns singing that. <laughs> I could. I definitely could. Uh, my playlist is, it's got, it's definitely got some overlap, but um, I have a Psycho Killer, the Stop Making Sense version. I have uh, Pulled Up from the first album, You Pull Me Up, 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 Up. Yeah, that's a good song. Uh, uh, Wild Wild Life, um, Slippery People, but the Stop Making Sense version. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I probably should have put the Stop Making Sense version on myself. Uh, cities, uh, Cross-Eyed and Painless. Uh, this Must Be the Place from Speaking in Tongues. Mm -hmm. I love that. Song. Yeah. That what movie was that in? What? Uh, this must be the place. What? Um, I know that was in an 80s movie. And it's been driving me nuts. Let me let me Google while you continue. Um, I put it, I wanted to put in an album or a couple songs from Naked, uh, because I really like that album and it kind of got overlooked. And uh so I put on Nothing But Flowers and uh Cool Water. I think that's the uh, Cool Water is a um it's not the most conventional choice, but um <laughs> but I kind I love the ending of that it's it's uh, kind of unlike anything they've ever done um and then i did uh, found a job and uh i'm not in love and that got me to 45 minutes so i kind of went a little like deep cut i didn't yeah. i didn't i didn't go for the hits uh, what song did you think was in an 80s movie uh this must be the place oh where i wanna be but i guess I'm well it's, it's in two recent things it's in luckiest girl Alive, which is a netflix movie that came out yeah. last year that i saw and then yeah. it was in an episode of little fires everywhere i believe that it was in well, that's not an 80s movie. It was in Crazy Stupid Love. Okay. But yeah, it doesn't list anything from the 80s. There you go. It wasn't in an 80s movie. I, you know, I couldn't find it either. And But I just had this, I don't know why I thought it was in some... It was a movie set in the 80s, but it wasn't released in the 80s. Right. It's in the Wall Street sequel. Like, I I have a like a memory of like, it's like, you know, it's like it's set in some home and they're putting like, you know, the, they're setting a table, it's set in a kitchen and they're doing... Nah, it'll, it'll come to me. We'll do it. We'll, we'll be talking about the NBA preview and I'll say it was in the movie War of the Roses <laughs> Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner <laughs> yeah. uh, but I like that song a lot Don't Worry About the Government was in an episode of The Deuce <laughs> and in the movie 20th Century Women which I'm probably going to watch soon because Greta Gerwig's in it and we're going to talk about her in a couple months yeah yeah. they really you know their 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 music I think feel like tr translates well to movies like it sets a mood um, but I don't they haven't been used too much though just scrolling mm -hmm. through Stuff. I agree. And there's not there's not too much like there's not one where you think about it like oh yeah remember when they played Anne 
she was in yes. Pleasantville. <laughs> right. And during the uh, murder sequence when uh, the killer <laughs> was talking to uh, uh, their victim. Yeah, they haven't been. I feel like that, that might happen, though. Eventually, people are going to be like, let's use them more. Do you generally prefer, I was thinking about this, too. I think Stop Making Sense, the songs, like 90% of the songs on Stop Making Sense, I prefer to the, the album version. Do you feel that way? Kind of like Songs in the Attic with Billy Joel. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I prefer. I don't know if I go that far. For the most part. Partly because some of these songs, I don't know. I mean, Burn the House, I talked about Burn the House earlier, like just hearing it live was great. Yeah. But some of the other ones, the mo- ones I know pretty well, maybe not, but it's such a good documentary. It makes you want to listen to them again. Yeah. And another thing I was thinking about, I think partly because I read that thing about the Tribune in the Tribune saying it was the best. Yeah. That's that's uh, a strong What statement. makes it so great? And I was like, everyone on there is having a great time. Yeah. I mean, if you read his book, <laughs> you probably maybe didn't like him, but when they're up there, they're all having a great time. No denying him. And all the people that, what also is great so the background vocalists and the there's a couple other guys who aren't technically in the band but they are for that night you wouldn't think they aren't in the band normally yeah because they're in everything right they're not off to the side they're up front on the stage they're they get introduced at the end and it's like oh this isn't just four people this is two great background vocalists this is another guy playing i think guitar and then another guy i think was he playing percussion maybe yeah and and just that energy is amazing well the one uh is bernie warrell who was the other half of parliament oh okay it wasn't like he was like some just some guy (laughs) that is like one of the like brains of parliament and funkadelic yeah um so that guy is a stud musician and then the other guy was from uh he played with the brothers johnson okay and then uh one of the background singers was in was a part of sly and the family stone for years so really yeah they're great they're great they all had the pedigree it was yeah i mean pretty nervy to ask those guys to play with you because you wouldn't think that those styles necessarily fit but it did so cinematically what do you think is special about it cinematically uh just all the um to me it's like all the cuts all the the sharp cuts and then like and honestly it's david david byrne really carries the movie i think because he is doing all those just his dances his energy it's all so hypnotic and um you just can't take your eyes off him mm-hmm. um i think that's a huge part of it and um and the other part is just um that i think is that works so well is just how uh they capture like just the 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 energy of each performance you know yeah. you see the musicians like it's just such a like a, a snapshot of them just like they're absolutely killing it on these songs you just see it you just see yeah. the and no, there is no hint at all that they're not having the greatest time ever. Everybody right, right, on stage. Right. And everybody, I know you say it, it's David Byrne carrying it, but I feel like everybody has their moments in it too. No doubt. I mean, they do Genius of Love, which is, I mean, David Byrne's not even on that song. Right. He takes a break during it. Right. And, and nothing slows What down. I like is the background vocalists, everybody interacts with them. Mm-hmm. David Byrne's over there, Tina's over there, and they're they're right up there. Yep. They're right up there. Everybody's, it, again, if you show just someone who knew nothing 
thing about talking heads, they would think everybody's in the band. Right. It's not a four piece. That's not. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> a, which is weird after reading that book where he's like, well, David Bird, <laughs> he didn't want to be our friend. Oh, so the, the teamwork, I guess. It's just like they're all, they're all in sync with each other. They, uh, apparently, uh, Harrison and the other two in the band found out that talking heads was through by reading about it in Rolling Stone. <laughs> They were just like, that's how you'll find out Jagbags is over. I was just about to say, I'm going to read it in the uh, variety. Len has left to be the fourth smartless uh, guy. And I'm just going to be like, I'm going to call it's it. now Jerry. called Smartland. Yeah, Smartland. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to call up Jerry Harrison and just say that he did it to me too. <laughs> Jerry Harrison's like, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll find out Smartless isn't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I um, I think it's it's super... Um, uh, I think it, it'll always endure. That movie will. Just because, um, you know, if you're a Talking Heads fan and anyone who, like, discovers their music, I feel like will become a fan, then you'll automatically... I want you to do, Michael, when you go, put a note in your phone... Take a, take a look at the crowd. Let, let me know. Let me know the reaction and who's there. I'm, I'm real curious. Yeah. Are you going to Music Box? I don't think it's playing at Music Box. I didn't see oh, it. Oh, it's not? No, it's playing at like Regal City. Okay. Because it's in IMAX. So I think it's playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, IMAX. Music Box can't do it then. Yeah, yeah. I think it's playing where IMAX uh, films are. And uh, so, and it's at weird times too. It's like one in the afternoon or like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, go at one o'clock in the afternoon. We don't want a tragedy of <laughs> Macbeth. <laughs> Could be a recap of Macbeth. Well, if I get a good nap in the afternoon, then I'll be raging at the tent. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Who's that old guy dancing in the aisle? <laughs> Beef, why such a big suit? <laughs> I'll be like, I was there. I was I was there in the 80s. I remember it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Village Crossing, 1230 and 9. Isn't that just weird? Regal City, 1 and 10. Crazy times. Yeah. But it's all in the burbs, I feel like. Well, you've got two city ones. Uh, no, no, one. You're right. Just Regal City. But that's right by you. Yeah, I was thinking we could just go there. I don't mind Village Crossing either. Oh, yeah, I've gone, I, I used to go there all the time. I used to live over Central and Elston. So that was like the closest theater for us. It may be more my speed than the Regal City. Sometimes I go to the Regal City and I'm like, ooh, I feel old over here. <laughs> Here's a, yeah, it's a lot. I would I would probably have gone to see it if I didn't just watch it. Yeah, it's at Yorktown, it's at Oak Brook, so it's out by me. I just try, I just try and go see it, and uh, I, we'll just, I just watched it though. Report back. Yeah, well, I almost want you to go to the Regal though, because <laughs> I know I should go to the, the Regal. The crowd will be different than Village Crossing. The Village Crossing will be all a bunch of old farts my age going. Oh, I remember that. Well, it depends. If you went at nine o'clock, I don't think so. Mm. If you went to a late the late one at Village Crossing, you might get a cross section no i went with that's where we saw the spider-man movie the um uh, the latest one that with tom holland um yeah far from home mm -hmm. i went with jesse and yeah it was packed with young people there you go so, yeah it'd be interesting to see what if young people would want to see stop making sense uh, and i want curious <laughs> when making flippy floppy comes on i want you to make a scene i'm totally just gonna be like yes yes just like when i saw the yacht rock cover band at ravinia and there was a guy who went out of his mind when they played hold the line like he was waiting for that moment in his life to hear hold the line that uh that someone was me you can say it <laughs> you, you can say it that that someone was was beef and uh <laughs> he had his toto shirt on He's like, can you guys play I'll Supply the Love next? <laughs> Actually, if you could play Hold the Line five more times, because I'm just rocking so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Love isn't always on time. Said Love is always on time. It's not in the way that you. Uh, oh, I remember you. You knocked over my sprite. I was mad because <laughs> you're rocking so hard. Hey, I, I felt it. I felt the toto. <laughs> You to. still owe me, by the way. I, I'm good for it. I'm good for it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Going to get you a Sprite with a piece Either of Either get me a Sprite or jump up when making Flippy Flappy comes on. <laughs> those those <laughs> are your choices. Flippy Flappy comes on to secure all furniture. Because <laughs> I'm going to be flipping the floppy. Yeah. It'll be exciting. <laughs> it will. It will. We'll do a recap. We'll talk I'll, about I'll, I'll let you know. I'll provide. First, first thing in our next recap. I'll provide my Stop Making Sense report. There you go. Oh, and, yeah. And I'm curious how it looks on IMAX. If it makes a significant difference i would think it would I, yeah. I think well i mean you never know I, it see it feels like the imax is how it's intended to be it's, yeah. this remastered version is intent that's how they want it they want that like they want to like kick your ass with this uh you know the sound and the spectacle and everything it's probably supposed to be big 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 and loud i'm and i'm sure you know with the imax just the sound al- uh alone is going to be just deafening I mean, we have to bring earplugs to see a movie there's bees showing up at nine o'clock with his earplugs <laughs> Lugs. So there's an old guy no, there. With, in case there's a chill. So there's an old guy there with a cane and earplugs, and he's losing his mind to making copies. <laughs> oh man! Told you we should have gone to the one o'clock. All these freaks come out. Of we could have came right after Canasta. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, anything else that we have forgotten on uh, this Talking Heads? Uh, I'm excited for the bracket. So David Burns had solo albums, mm-hmm. and they had the Tom Tom Club, yeah, which had that one huge song, huge song. But did they do anything else really? The other Talking Head members? Not sure. I know they did the Tom Tom Club, and Jerry Harrison. He's doing a whole. Um, he's touring with Adrian Ballou, and they're doing uh, Remain in Light. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, I did read about that, and uh, they're in Chicago earlier this year mm-hmm. and uh, I would have liked to have seen that show um, and so obviously David Byrne doesn't have a problem with that but um, yeah I don't know any, any other solo I know Jerry Harrison has been working like quite a bit like he is he's pretty active in the music scene and he writes songs and he definitely um, you know is uh, <clears throat> but I'm not I and he was in the Modern Lovers um, which they were awesome oh Jerry Harrison was Jerry Harrison was yeah and he had that band um, Casual Gods but I don't remember like any kind of hits from that from them. Um, but he produced a lot of. Um, I mean, he produced Violent Femmes. He produced uh, Crash Test Dummies. He produced Poi Dog Pondering, Rusted Root, um, Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Yeah, so he's kept, kept among, busy among many others. Here's, here's something funny. So I just googled Chris France, and one of the questions that comes up is: Is Remain in Love canceled? So Remain in Love's a book he wrote. Yeah, and this is from May of this year. Tina and I. I regret to say that our manager has informed us that the local promoter in England reached out to him and has canceled our tour of speaking engagements in England. I think it, even if you didn't like David Byrne, probably not the best move to. <laughs> I know, right? Because, I mean, you might want to hear a little bit of that, but if that's the main thing you're talking about, I don't know. Um, I agree. I'm I also, gonna, I'll finish reading it at some point. I, I want to hear what he has to say about the three talking heads did get together and make an album in the 90s. And they called the album, and I'm not joking. The album is called No Talking, Just Head. <laughs> that is the name of the album. Uh, it got terrible reviews. Uh, Robert Christgau called it a turkey. What's the name of it again? 
no talking, comma, just head. And it's the three other people in talking heads, and they got a bunch of guest singers. Wow. So they got uh, Michael Hutchins. They got Debbie Harry. They got uh, the guy from XTC, um, uh, Andy Partridge. And uh, yeah. They reached out to me, but I was busy. Uh, they did not reach out to me. I... <laughs> I was busy. I would have done it. But. Well, I said, I, I think you should have, I think you should call the album No Talking Moorhead. And they were like, just beef, you know, why? Why do you soil our music with your bowel idea? So that was the end of my, uh, I stand by my ideas. Maybe it would have gotten better. Maybe Chris Gow wouldn't have called it a turkey uh, had they gone with me. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder if it got, the, the question then is, did it get canceled because nobody wanted to hear it then? Or were there some other reasons? But you feel like usually if something like that gets canceled, not enough people wanted to see it. Yeah, good question. Would you want to go see that? I could see anything. I mean, yeah, I, I'd see it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be put it this way. I'd be curious. I guess when some stuff like that happens, you're like, okay, you're bringing this up now, all these years later. You already made all this money on him, so it's kind of weird, I guess, that now he decides, okay, I'm going to write a book and talk about how I uh, don't like him. I guess that comes off a little weird. Um, you know, one of the there was one this one uh, music critic he called talking heads music and he was not that uh, he, he was like like a dissenter you just didn't see the big deal mm -hmm. about talking heads mm -hmm. he said their music was gimmicky mm -hmm. and just relies on a bunch of tricks and flash but there's no substance i it's it's an interesting argument which i don't agree with in the slightest um i mean do do they do unusual things and do they um you know do they like are they deliberately odd yes but i guess it's i don't know if it's deliberately that's just how they are yeah. They're like art students. Right. I mean, they're so, art. They're, right. Yeah. But I guess that it depends on what your definition of gimmick is. I it doesn't. I, I I probably know what he means, but I don't I don't see that myself. No, I don't either. I just like that they got the guy from live to sing on that album. I love that. And the, <laughs> I love the song title is Indie Hair and he's bald. <laughs> I have to listen to this album. Uh, you know, well, uh, you can you can bring it up for I recommend. We'll, we'll see if I like it or not. It might be I I do not recommend. Don't recommend. That's interesting. <laughs> a brief review called this album frighteningly catchy and <laughs> calls this album just as gimmicky as Talking Heads work. Somebody <laughs> trying to undermine the Talking Heads by calling them gimmicky. Yeah, I don't think somebody has it out for them. Yeah, but they're pretty. They've always been pretty well received by the critics. Critics love Talking Heads. Yeah. Love. Them. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> now I want to hear the uh, the song with Mariah McKee. I like her voice. Yeah, Lone Justice. Right. Yeah. Anything else, Beeb? Are we good? No, I don't have any. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the bracket. I think uh, this will establish your indie cred. <laughs> Great. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing who votes. They won't see it as a gimmick. They might say they like, oh, just another Facebook gimmick from Len. <laughs> He's known for his gimmickry. Yeah. <laughs> Yet another. All right. Well, uh, we want to thank everyone for listening to this pod. Please check us out. <clears throat> we have a lot of music episodes. Uh, most recently, we've done The Doors, Jefferson Airplane, um, among many others. So check us out. We're just Google in Jag Bag podcast and we'll pop right up and uh, we're pretty much on uh, every podcast platform there is so please subscribe to us when you do you'll get two Jag Bags episodes delivered to your device per week so that is our plus each time of non-stop insight and hilarity
polarity. So check us out. Please subscribe. Write us a review if you're so inclined and make it hashtag Jagbag. We're also on social media. So check us out there. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Drop us a line. Suggest a show topic. Maybe uh, you're uh, a big fan of the album No Talking Just Head. And uh, you'd like to argue about that record some more. Uh, suggest it. And with some reasons. And uh, we'd love to have you on. And, also, uh, if you see Beeve in the city or in Skokie on Sunday, buy him a coffee so he can. So I can will not completely enjoy Stop Making Sense on IMAX. You do not want to give this movie the Macbeth. Right. <laughs> so yeah, please buy me a coffee. I need to know. I need to know. Uh, uh, thanks very much for listening. As always, tell a friend about us. And when you're ready to listen, put a little jag bags in your ear.